Forget dating. Scrap it. You don't need it. Wait. How about just going to dinner with someone and having a good conversation? It really is that simple. Time to find out how simple it really is on the Dating Mate Simple podcast. Now here are your hosts who know everything about dating, Tom Robinson and Bob Wall. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Dating Made Simple here on the It's Just Dinner podcast. I'm your host, Tom Robinson, and sitting right across from me, the Robin to my Batman, Bob Walls. Hey, Tom, it's so great to be here. So great to be in your shadow. Nice to have you here. it's good to be here. You know, every once in a while, I have to tell everybody where you fit in the hierarchy. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that, because if we get sued, you're, you know, I'm the one, yeah. Yeah. I'm the one they come after. (laughs) And we, over on the board today, the video board, we have Macy. Macy hey guys, I don't have a camera on me this week, which is totally well, fine. That's... So you won't see me, but you You'll can hear, hear me. hear her, yes. But she's becoming a regular. She is. Right here. I think at this point I, have, I am a regular. She you are. Original. And we That'd like having you here. I like being here. You're great. And so, Bob, we have a yes. great, amazing guest with yes, us today. Yes, I understand that. We've this is, we're in, the, we're in the presence of royalty. Yes, we are. Yeah, blue blood. <laughs> We have with us Fritz Moreland, and Fritz, get this, he's the BYU student body president. That is so impressive. Fritz, welcome. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Wow, we're so excited to have you. So how did you become the BYU student body president? I mean, other than the fact you were elected. Yeah, I I wanted to help students. I came from Haiti, and I thought it would be a great way to give back to the community, and I love BYU, so... I decided to volunteer at BYUSA and also run for election. Wow, congratulations so, so on winning. So we refer you to, to you as President Moreland? Is, are we not being politically <laughs> correct here by not using your title? <laughs> your title? No, yeah. I am very casual, so you can call me Fritz. Okay. Now, Fritz, I will let you know that we did have the student body president at UVU on our podcast. I love uh, Zach. So, yeah. So, we love Zach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it was kind of fun to have Zach on here and... Because we're trying to expand out to UVU as well, right. because we think that the message we have can be shared not only here in Utah, but all over the nation. Yeah, yeah. I love Zach. I've had opportunities to work with him regularly every month. We work together. So. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Yes. We stole a lot of quotes from Zach. You know, if you build a beautiful garden, the butterflies will come. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> that, went, that one stuck with you, huh? Yeah. yeah. That was great. That to you have to listen to that one to understand <laughs> that. Yeah. It's a really good one, though. Well, and even if you listen to it, you might not understand that, but you still be closer to understanding it. So, Fritz, we believe, and the reason this podcast got started mm-hmm. was that the young single adults at BYU, UVU, and really all over the nation are having trouble getting connected and meeting each other and talking. We see a lot of kids sitting at home alone on Friday and Saturday night, and we really are trying to fix that. What's your perception of dating? I mean, as the student body president, what's your perception? You know, before I answer that question, we've actually met a few times before. You and I have? Yeah. And you... How do I not remember your face then? I guess I'm still like trying to make a face from you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Tom, I can't you, believe you to, don't remember me. You have to do a lot to have me remember you. So, No, yeah. So we, we met at Treehouse Talks. We, oh, yes, yes, we yes. We talked there. And we yeah. also met, I believe, when one of our friends, Nairobi Perez, yes. she, she introduced us and you actually... 
shaped how I thought about dating when I, because I first came to BYU. Ah, I was just wow. coming back from my mission. I like that. Did you all hear what the student body president said? This, that we helped is, shape his well, ideas not of he, dating. You, 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 me. I mean, you personally, Tom Robinson, the Batman. Yes, uh, this is an unexpected benefit it here is. that we don't usually get on the show. That wow, that someone coming to the show had actually heard of us ahead of time. Yeah. And not only that, but had shaped some kind of opinion based on something you said. Yeah. How did it shape your opinion? I really love getting to know people. And I think that's the basis of it, especially with dating. So it made it, it removed the barrier for me to ask someone out and really get to know them. So I just thought, okay, it's just dinner. We're just going to have dinner. There's nothing like that has to come out of it. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it. If I could get everyone at BYU to do that, I could retire and be happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is what's holding me on right here. So, oh. wow, that's really amazing. And I'm glad that worked for you. And so you're going to help us right now get the word out. Yeah. So we want to share this with all of, of BYU. No, it's, and to answer your previous question, I think the dating culture at BYU can be improved. And I think we are trying to make it a great environment for everyone to feel comfortable to date. I've seen a lot of, students who still need to learn more about, okay, it's just dinner. You just need to ask someone and make the first step. There's not that much that needs to come from it. It's really not that hard, is it? Yeah. Just ask him. Yeah. So you just so made I've, Tom's day. Yes, you did. Man, <laughs> Actually, I, his entire life. I, you know, can you see how, can you see how high I might? Um, <laughs> and so, uh, Brett, you heard about this from, you know, at the Treehouse Talk or wherever it was that Tom interacted with you. And so what action did you take? It was different. I think, and this is not a prideful statement. I think I was going out almost every other day. Really? Wow. So, and because I just thought, okay, I I love getting to know people. That's all that's to it. So as long as I keep asking, I'm respectful and I'm just making sure that having a great time. That's really how it shaped me. It didn't really prevent me from doing anything. It, it empowered me to to be more straightforward and ask people exactly. out. So I like, what was your door approach? What did what did you actually <laughs> say when you came up and, and approached a young woman? What, what, what was your phrase? So how you doing? <laughs> you know, I should have used that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, friends, like Joey from Friends, he was really successful. Yeah, he was. <laughs> worked for him. <laughs> I don't remember what I used. I think I just tried to genuinely have a connection with the person right? and yeah. get to know them. I'll I'll usually ask them about themselves and see how they're doing. And it doesn't, when I talk to someone, it doesn't have to lead to a date. Mm-hmm. I genuinely want to know how the person is doing and based on our interaction to see if I want to ask that person out. Right. So, so you talk to a lot of people, you engage a lot of people in mm-hmm. conversation, and then some of them, you moved forward to say, why don't we get some to eat? I usually, I love going chocolate tasting. So ah. I'll say, oh, what? Oh, let's go yeah, chocolate tasting. Yeah. <laughs> so where is this? That's, that's the chocolate? Yeah. It's Who can in, say it's no to that, right, yeah. Macy? It's no. in Provo. You can't so. say no yeah. to that. Wait, chocolate tasting. Is there a place that you just taste chocolate? Yeah. So I, or I it's usually. It's down on university. Is that right? I yeah. Know, it's a place called Taste. So I don't know if. You know, get an advertisement for this. So uh, that's what you do there. Okay, yeah. now. That place always looks close to me. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to go there because it's never open. So, or you do it like at their apartment or your apartment if you want it to be a little cheaper. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a really wonderful that's day. Great. I liked mm. what he said early on. He said he used respect. Yes. And so I think that's a really key to all this is going up to a young woman and being respectful to her. And I think that kind of changes everything. And I think we go back. Uh, a couple of podcasts ago and 
what Candle and Newell are etiquette expert. And I think that's what she said is to be courteous, be respectful to the other person. And, and usually everything works out from there. No, I, I agree. I Growing up in Haiti, respect and love is everything when interacting with a person. So I just took that with me when mm -hmm. I was trying to date a lot. So I would usually ch just be kind and it just works out. Yeah. So, did those I, dates lead anywhere? Yes, I do have a girlfriend. Ah, oh, and so did, did she come from this uh, this endeavor of yours to start chocolate tasting? Yes. There, right. you go. Oh, okay. there you go, guys. Yeah. Listen so to that. Right, write that. Hey, down. wait. The BYU president says going chocolate tasting leads to. Right. Well, he also says yeah, that works. his adherence to the principles of it's just dinner led him to yes. to a relationship. I love that. Yeah. I I love it. Be and the fact that you were successful doing it and talking to people and getting out of the house. I mean, you had a lot of dates and a lot of experiences. So I think that's great. Yeah. And everyone with whom I had dates, we have great relationships and we're still great friends. That's and man, that's what it's all about. So. If we get okay, how do we get that message out? Because what you just said is what it's all about. Let's get out of the apartment. Let's go make friends. You know, we don't go into a whole thing thinking, okay, this is a person I could marry. It's like, hey, let's get to know each other and become friends, right? Yeah, my my girlfriend and I, we didn't really talk about a very serious relationship until later into our dating. We continued to go on dates, did different things, whether that's um, going to a bookstore, different things like that. And then later on, like way later on, we've been dating for like almost a year. Wow. That's when we started talking about the more serious acts nice. of a relationship. So I think that's how it should be. It should be about getting to know other people and making friends. So, so let's drill down back on this just a little bit. So you asked her on a first date. It was a chocolate tasting date. That's correct. So there was something that happened during that encounter that made you want to see her again. That's called a spark. Yes. Yeah. What was it? So I actually met her in line at the Wilkinson Center. Uh -huh. uh, oh. I went and like I was saying, I was trying to make friends and, and yeah. I thought she was a wonderful lady and I thought, hey, I would love to to go on a date with you. I actually said, I'm not going to be available for the next three weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if it's okay. My calendar is full right now. <laughs> but like, if you would like to still go, I will put it on our calendar and we, we, would, we should go uh, on a date. And she remembered and she texted me and we went there. And as I as we were there, I just kept remembering how wonderful she was. And we were listening to music. There was jazz playing and... Uh, I just felt a great connection to her. And mm. even then, I just said, okay, I would love to get to know her better. There's the spark. And yeah. and that's why it was, just right. getting to know her better. There was no expectation on a first date to get married mm -hmm. or have that's... a super serious relationship. Uh, I love super that. Super chill. Plus, when, yeah. you had to wait three weeks, so, yeah. you know. Now, when you met her, did you say, hi, I'm Fritz, the student body president? No, I wasn't. I wasn't elected at that point. So oh. she saw potential. Oh, Did you say I'm the president elect? <laughs> like I'm running right now. <laughs> so you were trying to get votes, is what you were doing? No, she oh. thought that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. So, but yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I really like you. <laughs> so, so you went out. You, 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 like, I take all my my candidate, my potential voters on right. dates. <laughs> so, so when you were out, you saw you had a connection. You like jazz. She liked jazz. You had conversation. Uh, you thought she was attractive. There was something about it that you thought I would like to go on another date. So did you ask her then did, it, that night? Did you say, hey, should we do this again? Or I I don't remember exactly how I asked her for a second date, but I think 
our date ran really long because yeah. we were just talking for yeah. so long. And I remember her saying, I feel so bad because I know you have to go. Uh-huh. And it was supposed to be an hour, but now it's like four hours. Ah, yeah, wow, that's, that's a lot of talking. So I, That's I, a lot of chocolate tasting. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I remember she said something along the lines, we should do it again. I was like, oh, yeah, we should continue our yeah, conversation. So she gave you a little cue there. Yeah, we should do this yeah. again. She and, threw it out. And I took that cue. Yeah. And I ran with it. <laughs> that's good. That's Smart, good. Man. A lot of guys missed that cue. Well, a lot of times girls don't throw that out. That's true. Oh, yeah, you, that's you know. true. And but so, when they do, guys, gotta, right. gotta go on it. Yeah, there you go. I remember, I think we wrote each other letters. That's what we did. So oh. we just wrote each other letters to say how much we appreciated each other. And, wow. And I was like, all right. Hand, so so letters rather than texting. You know, I think it's a lost art. Yeah. I would recommend yeah, it. So, wow. Wait, did you text still or was it purely letters? We did text still. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So very well. Right. 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 That like, wow, out. okay, that's a little okay. now, now this process that you've described here, and maybe you can relate to this before you met Tom, that, that it seems to be a dysfunctional ability for people to engage in that process. Why, why do you think that is? I was speaking with a few students yesterday, actually, about dating, and there seems to be a disconnect in terms of thinking it could actually happen. There's so many expectations for what asking someone should be like. Right. And I was like, I was recommending, I'm like, guys, I have this really like innovative approach. Just ask about. It might work out. So (laughs) I think they just don't really understand that you have to ask. And even if they say no, like I would say to be very respectful, then try to make new friends and Mm. ask someone else out. So there you go. Good. That's, I think a lot of people just have too many expectations as to what asking someone out should be and how complicated it should be. Like chocolate testing with my girlfriend was, I'm a very, like, I'm a little posh. I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) He owns it. (laughs) But I think for a lot of people, it could be going to an arcade. It could be anything that where you get to spend time and talk with the person and bond with them. And I think for me, I was actively listening to music with her and uh, tasting chocolate and doing all of that. If for a lot of people, it could be very different. It doesn't have to look exactly the same for every person. It's like going to the lottery and asking the person, what was your number? And maybe I will win <laughs> the lottery with those same numbers. I think everyone is different. And that's the point of talking with someone and understanding yeah. their interest and their background so that you yeah. can really ask them out. So I think the discon- there's a disconnect as to, okay, I should just ask him out, but there's so many walls of expectations yes. of how things should be. So that's how I've seen it. And, we, and we're trying to tear down those walls. Well, I mean, you did it once, Fritz. Fritz you know, is you, a you, perfect it's example. It's worked. There you go. Well, that's and just he, the only one you know about. Yeah. I'm sure there's millions more. And you know what? Fritz taught all those people yesterday. Yeah. Right. And so, so basically, your message is spreading worldwide. It's spreading around. It is. Yeah. Wow, this, yeah. So, so I mean, he, you, you totally get our message here and everything. So. I'm willing to make you an offer. If you resign as student body president, we'll make you a co-host <laughs> of this podcast. You know, I will. I might take you up on that. Yeah, we'll think about it. You know, just think about it. Be a big career move for you. No, I've loved serving as student body president. It's such a great opportunity to help yeah. and help students and uh, help students make connections. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just so grateful and humbled to be in this position. Now, so. And I would think a lot of the people that you associate in that are more gregarious type people. So so the people that you probably associate with in student government, 
they're kind of off the hook talking to people because that's kind of who they are. Uh, we found that the, the people who are more need to be served are the ones who are the shy ones who are staying home alone, who are, you know, not, you know, I've had some of these students, well, I just don't date. I've never been on a date. I've been here four years and I've never. Afraid of rejection. Yeah. And, and there's that fear of rejection. How do we reach out to that population and get them to step up? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know how much like it will be announced, but I think this month there will be a lot happening in terms of dating. There you go. Oh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but with these people, I think there there's so much happening on campus. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of dates on campus. I'm actually planning to go to the MOA Art After Dark, and yeah. it's free. Yeah. And there's so many things you can do on campus. So. I would say do what you're comfortable with. It doesn't have to be extremely complicated or puts you too much out of your shell. If you like playing card games at home, find someone who will enjoy the same. Yeah. If you like making dinner at home, if you like just being on campus and working together on something and talking about it's, I think it, please correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's just dinner. It's really to help us understand that we can make a first move and it doesn't have to be the same for everyone. Right, right. And it's about making a connection with someone else and getting to know the person. Right. So, um, we've recently made a um, podcast yep. that it's mm -hmm, just, it. and then we talked about all the different things that mm -hmm. it could be. So it can be, it's just playing cards or it's just the MOA. It's just that because it's the sitting down and communicating, talking, mm -hmm. laughing together, that's important. And again, that's what builds friendships. And so this not really, it's not about marriage. Because marriage comes later. But for now, we just want to make connections and have fun getting to know each other. Yeah, I, so. I remember a recent experience where I was uh, watching uh, Dr. Tom Robinson here, the host of his <laughs> Just Dinner podcast. <laughs> the Batman. Batman. The Batman to my Robin. Um, and, and, and he was giving a lecture on this topic over in the Wilkinson Center. To, uh, there was probably on 200 students that were there that were listening to this. And so I was oh. sitting next to the students in the crowd, and there was one young lady there who she was kind of visibly upset. She was angry. And so afterwards she wow. came up and she said, you know, I'm really mad, you know, and so usually that's not the reaction that you think you're <laughs> going to get. And she said, why? She said, all the time I was growing up, my parents told me not to date. They said, you shouldn't date. And so she said, I never went on one date all the time that I was in high yeah. school. And yeah. now I come here to college and you tell me that I should have been dating and I need, and she said, I'm, so she was mad at her parents, <laughs> oh. you know? So, you know, we we're trying to talk her off the ledge, you know, she, and so. Uh, Dr. Robinson was talking to her and she was saying, I've never been on a date in my life. You know, I've been here at BYU and I've never been on a date. Well, there's another kid in line. He said, I'll take you out. <laughs> and and I mean, it was just like, <laughs> this, all of a sudden there was this silence where all of a sudden there was someone asking her out. And uh, he said, just to go to uh, dinner. If, yeah. He, you know. he said, just go to dinner. And so it was really interesting to see because she was kind of our target audience on this of someone who for whatever reason, had been told that dating was not the appropriate thing to do. And now she didn't really know how to get out of that. But here, this guy stepped up and, and it was just perfect timing. Right. right. That, that he, and so they went out and they were talking, have a conversation. We don't know how the, the, the evening went, but it was yeah, interesting to see They weren't that. sitting home alone. Yeah, they weren't sitting home alone. And credit to him for- Yeah, for props to that guy. There. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Really so cool story. So if I was Dr. Tom Robinson, I'd give him like a gift certificate <laughs> to a dinner or something, you know. Hey, if you're listening and you're that I'm person, a, you come just, message us. Come on and call Tom. He'll hook you up. I'm just the co-host. Yeah. Here. No, that's that's amazing. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would have had that courage to do it in yeah. public like that. So respect to him. Yeah. Respect yeah, to him. So, well, how about we test the student body's 
president's knowledge about okay. dating here. Oh, about dating. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Do the, uh... We're not going to quiz him, but we're just going to get some words of wisdom oh, okay. here. So good. So I have an article that I want you guys to let's talk about these things because we're talking about it's just dinner. We're talking about first dates. And I found this article that says 15 first date tips to help you get a second date. Oh, that's good. So man. what can I do that's going to help my chances of getting a second date? So see how far we can get through okay. these. Okay. Number one is pick the right first date place. Of course. They yeah, said not, some, not something that's too fancy or too loud, but something that's lighthearted and relaxed. What do you guys think? Absolutely. My family, we went to this place called Hash Kitchen over break. It was good food, but the place would be an awful first date because the music was so loud. And I genuinely mean like I've never been to a restaurant where I feel like I walked into a club. Like mm -hmm. it was literally just a restaurant, but the, they had a live DJ and the music was so loud. My family was yelling at each other yeah. just to communicate. Yeah. So it is important that you choose a place that has... You know, the music's not too loud. It's got a good environment. They feel comfortable. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to, to connect with them. Yeah. Now, now, we've heard this so many times where people have come in on bad date stories where the first date was, let's go hiking, you know, and you don't know what the other person's interest in that. Or right. you say, let's go rock climbing or something. So <laughs> I can see why that is the number one thing. Because yeah. if you get that wrong, it's all going to go downhill from that. Well, and it's interesting they, what they recommended here was dinner. Yeah. And yeah. pick a nice place where you can sit down and talk. I like, like go get taste chocolate. chocolate tasting. Yeah. It's I, a perfect place. Chocolate tasting. I, one of the dates I did with my girlfriend was uh, going to a bookstore and it's called Moon's Rare Books. And you go and see some rare books and you go and explore together and talk mm -hmm. and you get to know each other, learn more about their interest and very laid back, relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. And it costs zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah. We love that. Okay. Yeah. Number two. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast. It says, be safe when you date. And one of the suggestions is meet in a public place. Mm -hmm. And all of our bad date stories that we talk about always have this horror movie aspect right. to it as we got in the car and I didn't know this guy and we drove up to the kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> so ladies, you know, you need to be safe, right, Fritz? Uh, I agree. I agree. All, all my dates have been great because I just think being in a public place, is, it makes them comfortable. It makes me comfortable. So right. it makes it a better environment for everyone. Yeah. And I think if you help the young woman feel more safe and comfortable, then you have a better chance of getting a second date. Mm. She's like more likely to say that, let's do this again. Right. Right. That you're looking for. Okay. Number three. And I think we've talked about this one as well. Wear what feels and looks good to you. Yeah. Wear I think for, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure the boys feel the same, but girls to a certain extent, they want, they obviously, their clothes, what they wear is important to them. And if you feel confident, then you're going to act confident. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's way more fun. And you don't have to worry about, oh, do I look like this is my, Shirt running right. down over here, like dress in a way that it feels comfortable to you, but you still feel confident. So you don't have to worry about that. And you yeah, can and worry I, about the connection. And I would say for the boys, and Fritz, tell me what you think, is wear what's comfortable to you so you don't have to be uncomfortable, but you don't have to think about your clothes yeah, because you already feel comfortable. Yeah, that's why I wear a tuxedo everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the student. You are the president, <laughs> so... No, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, I think worth something that will make you comfortable and really make you feel feel empowered and to be comfortable in that date as well. So good. Mm -hmm. What does that actually look like for you? 
for me, it's so I love fashion. Actually, I'm actually starting, he's posh. So I'm a little posh, posh. So I I wear like I wear really nice shirts and I wear really nice boots and uh, that are embroidered and have like just different. It's I'm just too posh. Yeah, I just, don't <laughs> use not? me as an example. Well, and I think I think the example is, and I, I think we always need to remember this is let the, your date know where you're going and what type of dress you're going to be wearing. I think again, I think Candlin said that. It's just say, hey, we're going to go get a burger, just wear jeans and something you're comfortable in. Or if you're going to go to the corn maze or you're going to go, right. you don't want to be wearing heels when so, you're- Yeah, tell them up front where you're going and what you're going to be yeah. doing. So, okay, number four, it says relax, relax. You know, and- That's all it says is when, relax. Just, just relax. Just one word prompt. Yeah, relax. Amen. Take a deep breath. I agree. Hold That's it all in, I got. Hold it in for a few <laughs> seconds and then let it out. Relax yourself. It's kind of like when you're shooting a free throw, right? You is just- that what, that what and then you kind of get relaxed. But, you know, I w as I read this, I was thinking of something that Zach talked about, and that was when you're nervous, then call someone up and have them talk you off the ledge of being nervous. Call a friend. Remember that? And he said he yeah. was driving around Wonderful. and he called his brother and he said, okay, I'm going on this date and I'm really nervous. So his brother talked to him. Have you ever tried doing something like that? Um, I usually will play jazz and that really <laughs> yeah. relaxes me. That's good. <laughs> Big jazz That's good. guy. There you go. But I like that idea of calling someone. I don't think I ever did that, but calling your your best friend or your roommate. So I, I thought that was a good idea. Mm. I forgot about that. I need to do that more. I call my mom frequently, but. Yeah, I just say, hey, mom, I'm going on a date. Just help me relax here. And yeah, so... no, so true. Okay, number five, give thoughtful compliments. Mm -hmm. She said, everyone appreciates thoughtful compliments. And then people love to be noticed for things they care about. And says, compliment your date on something other than their appearance. And how many times have we talked about that? So many. We've had yeah. like debates about this off camera about giving people compliments, not based on what, on based on their body, but rather things that are internal, like, mm -hmm. right. oh my goodness, you're so selfless or things like that. Because I mean, so much more because those things, you know, ebb and flow as you get older, like your worth can't be defined on what you look like. It's just, mm. it's not. And you, you're trying right. to get a second date. So if you tell someone and say, wow, your body looks good tonight, the girl is going to kind of cringe. And so you don't want to address things like that. Yeah. Right, I, Macy? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I could preach for this a long time. I'm not, not going yeah. to, but I could preach a long time on this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will say amen to that. <laughs> so, so thoughtful is the word there. A thoughtful, authentic. Authentic. Kind of, because you can tell when someone's not being authentic as opposed to they are. So good yeah, advice. I agree. I think so. My girlfriend has really beautiful eyes that like captivated me when mm -hmm. I first saw her. So I made sure to tell her and she yeah. really appreciated that. Yes. And I think she thought it was very thoughtful. And right. So I think you just have to do it right if you're yeah. going to compliment someone. Totally. Uh, and, and she responded yeah. by saying, thank you. And those are really nice embroidered boots. That you <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm know so this. curious you about know these this. embroidered boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, number six, ask good questions. Mm. And before you go on a date, come up with a few questions ahead of time and memorize them. Uh, Macy, I know you've uh, read, recently read, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I think that's what he says is ask, continue to ask good questions, but don't interrogate, right? Yeah, there's a difference. I actually have, this was before I was, I was young at this point in my dating career. And at one point, I just, you know, kept bombarding with questions. And honestly, I wasn't getting many questions back. 
So it was basically just me interrogating. And he was like, this kind of feels like an interrogation. I was like, oh, man, you're not asking me back. So like, yeah, I guess it's beyond the interrogation. Just, just fill out this form and I'll do the criminal background check and then we can move on. And I talked a lot about this in my classes because there's a, the key to being able to ask good questions is listening. And, and if you don't listen to the other person, you're not going to have a conversation. It's going to be an interrogation. Because if you ask them a question and they answer it and you're not listening to that, you don't know how to respond. Right. You, you have to base your questions off their answers in order for it to become a conversation. Yeah, I've heard you say that you should ask two follow-up questions to their answer. Yeah, well, and because that's how you turn it into a conversation is by listening. And asking questions is good, but it's actually more difficult to be an active listener. Then, you know, you come up with a list of questions to ask. That's not easy to do, but their answers are, are the key to making it a pleasant conversation. And, and so a lot of times you're nervous and when you're nervous, you're not, you know, maybe you're not listening and they say you didn't, you know, so because you, you're worried about what you're going to say when the, the sudden the, the talking stops. Yeah. And, and so I don't know if they added that on there, but I would say ask good questions. Hi, yeah, they do be, give some examples yeah, like uh, what's act- the last book you read? Uh, what's your favorite gift you've ever received? Uh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Right. So those are kind of questions that help build a conversation. Right. But, but see, if you go down that road, someone says, what's the, your favorite book that you read? And they say, and you can say, well, I've never read that book. Where did you get it? What is it about? So now your conversation is shifting over to something because right. you were listening right. to what they're saying. You're not just going to say, okay, then what is your favorite color? You yeah. Know, okay, because then that's when it becomes awkward. And don't ask those yes or no questions. Right. Because you're not going to get a response or right. don't answer yes or no questions same, same don't way. answer just sit there in <laughs> silence stare well give them the you know, stare if someone asks you something and all you say is yes th- then you just really cut off the conversation that's what i'm guessing this young man that was doing with you when you were interrogating him he wasn't responding so that you could move the conversation forward so that's why it sounded like you weren't asking much a question it wasn't your fault it's his Macy, fault. It was his nah, fault. That probably was my fault too. Come on, he's not here. You know, I'll add another question on there, and it really helps to help understand what they like and what they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Is if you could have a podcast, what would it be about? Oh, so, mine would be about dating. Really? Yeah. So, no, no way. My, <laughs> mine would be about being the assistant to the dating expert. Yeah, That's the Robin to the to Batman. Yeah. That's exactly what I. <laughs> okay, you guys, I love this one. And I want to talk about this. It says, have a dating budget. So before you go out, say, okay, I'm going to spend this much and then spend that much. Don't go over that. And one of the things that it says, it says, if your date gives you grief for sticking to your budget, that's their hangup, not yours. It might be an early sign that you're not right for that person. Hmm. So I've always said that if you go to Taco Bell and the date freaks out about going to Taco Bell, that's a really good sign that this might not be the person for you. So it's um, interesting that, you know, research shows that most divorces, the issue is money. And and so, you know, getting that out of the way and finding that you're on the same page at the very beginning is a good way to develop a long relationship. Because a lot of times people don't really find that out until after they're married, that one of them, one of them is usually the spender and the other one is the saver. And as long as you're not too far out of line. I'm the spender. Yeah, I'm I'm that. I think I'll be the spender too. Me too. (laughs) So what's the same with Brits? Okay, yeah, we're all on the same boat here. Yeah, I guess we're all posh. <laughs> um, so what, what's the right amount of money to set for a budget nowadays? I mean, it was much different when I was younger, but what is the right amount that you could set? I, I think it really depends. 
really early on, I've seen that it makes the girl uncomfortable to spend too much money. Yeah, yeah, and... Macy knows that. No, it's not me. No, it's no. Sophia, Sophia, knows, Sophia that. knows that. Yeah. So I've, I don't have a particular budget, but it's really something that follows the principle. Maybe not too much, but not too little either. Something that can help us. Well, what if I bond. said? What if I said? Okay, my budget tonight is thirty dollars. But you're going to tell your date that up front. No, no, no. Hi, no. I'm Tom. My budget is thirty dollars. No, 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 no. You <laughs> keep. So, that's so, your no, don't, so. You can get this and this and this up beside one of the menus. No, what you do is, <laughs> as long well, as you don't get a drink with it, I you're have okay. a, I have a budget, and I know that's where we can go, and then we can go do this, and I know how much that's going to cost, so I know exactly how much it's going to cost through the night. So I, that's what I'm asking: is what's a fair amount for a young man to set a budget at? I've, for you know, and these are for the first dinners, the first time you've gone out. So I think the emphasis for me, whenever I've gone out, it's it's been on getting to know the person. Right. I've spent zero dollars on a lot of dates, and I've spent like upwards of like, actually, I. <laughs> you might. You know, like if, I might not want to share this on camera. <laughs> if you go out to dinner now, it's not uncommon to spend fifty bucks just you know on a dinner for two people. I, yeah. I mean, the prices have gone up dramatically. If you're going to McDonald's or something, you might get away with 30 bucks. But if you're going to a restaurant, you're at least 50 bucks with a tip. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's fairly pricey to right. go out to dinner. Even even like Gurus or something like that, you're still looking yeah, at 40, 50 bucks. Well, I yeah. would think that you need to think about that and you need to stay on a budget and, and just determine what's healthy and what's good for you. Yeah. I think everyone's just got a different price range depending on what mm -hmm. you're trying to do, what you're trying to save, and where your, where your goals are. And so I think it can range anywhere from like Richard saying zero to 50. Like, I mean, 50 is yeah. on the higher end, but I mean, if it's a first date, I don't know if I'd spend that much. But Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, just be comfortable. And if she's asking for a lot of money or if he's asking to spend a lot, then you might want to yeah. flag. <laughs> you could even say, I'm going to go on, for example, 10 dinner dates and $10 is my limit. Mm. And so, okay, what can you do for $10? You said you did a lot for zero. Okay? Yeah. What if we said, okay, you got 10. So you can maybe get a cookie and a soda. I mean, yeah. so just think about that when, you, when you're going out. Mm -hmm. I, and I've talked to many girls that say they do not want you spending a lot of money. Right? I think Sophie said that before. Yeah, yeah. There's a, I'm sure, Fritz, you probably know about this, but it's the student starving card that's yeah. around here on campus. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at it and I was like, there's actually some steals on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like buy one and you get one for free. So it's like wow. you just take you and then you take your date yeah, and you you just go. only, you're only buying one. There you go. And I'm an advertising professor, so I say use that. I don't care if she likes it or not. Use it. Use it. Yeah. It's coupons. Okay, number eight, pay attention to your body language. So moves like leaning forward, making soft eye contact, smiling, are cues that you're confident, open, and engaged in the conversation. And then everything opposite of that means you're not that interested. So leaning back, looking around, Talking on, on your, your phone. phone. Oh, my gosh. So what do you yeah. think about that? I agree. I, I can't really recall any bad dates that I've had. Maybe <laughs> I hope it wasn't a bad experience for her, but <laughs> I think I've tried very hard to make them comfortable and not stare too long, but also not be too close. And, you know, I think body language is very important. Yeah, because you can actually show that you're into the conversation. And I think that says a lot to mm -hmm. your date that, hey, I'm listening to what you say. And I care about what you say. Yeah, I agree. Okay, number nine, use positive language. Don't speak badly about others, yourself, and especially your ex. 
Oh gosh, we've already. Oh, I've yeah. never brought talked up about my that ex. before, right? Yeah. Don't bring up your ex. Don't talk badly about your family. It's interesting to say, don't talk bad about yourself, which I think sometimes people fall into that. Right? Well, the self-deprecating humor is always good humor, but if it's done, if it's not funny, if you if you're you know, and and so some people do that, and what it does is it makes them come across as not being confident. Yeah, right. And we found through our discussions in the last several years that confidence is one of the main things that women are looking for when they're dating. Well, and men too. Right. That that confidence ranks really high. Right. And so if you're running yourself down, you're not going to come across as confident. All right. Number ten is watch out for the red flags. So I feel like nowadays it's hard to spot a red flag on a yeah. first date, but there are like beige flags that you can look for. Beige mm, flags, yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. What is that? Yeah, tell us what's a beige well, flag. Well, it's not, it's not fully red. It's not uh, like no, it's not, not like a glaring, killer. like oh right. my goodness, run away. But it's like okay, okay. it's a little weird. So, <laughs> look so, out for so that next me, time. Give me, give me an example here. Have you got a, an example of a beige flag? Is that like putting? Well, how about your... how about showing up late? That's gotta yeah, be a beige that, flag, I mean, doesn't that, uh, it? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. That's on me. I'm always, okay, I'm no. always the one that's so you're, late. You're I got the a beige flag waving. <laughs> well, you don't want the, you don't want the guy or the girl sitting there for 20 minutes, and it it is a. I think it would be a beige flag. Yeah. I think maybe like a dirty car might be like a beige flag. Oh, you're like, oh, yeah. this is well, he throws crazy. everything in the back seat. Yeah, you're like, okay, <laughs> you don't keep your car clean. Most likely, don't keep your room clean. Most likely, don't keep your house clean. You know? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. Good point. <laughs> all right the next one number 11 go with the flow leave some room to be spontaneous it's important to be with someone who is laid back and flexible enough to roll with the punches so if things change the restaurant's not open or something's going on the person should kind of roll with it and have fun with it and so what do you think I agree. I, I do that all the time I'll go somewhere and I'm like oh there's a concert happening right now let's go and then we just go to a concert and have fun. And I think it makes the experience more uh, memorable when we are a little bit more spontaneous. Yeah. There's something about being spontaneous that is kind of what you're saying. It's memorable. It's kind of like thrilling. And so if you are spontaneous on a date, totally, I feel like it makes them want to do it again. If it's if it ends up being something fun, right? You're yeah. like, that was... That well, that's was like one of those things. <laughs> I, I heard a young man telling me that they went to Swig to get a soda. And they were talking in the car and everything was going well. And they got their soda and they looked across the street and Nickel City mm -hmm. was right there. And they said, hey, let's go over to Nickel City. And so they went over there and they said they had a blast there. So that's kind of spontaneous. It was just right. hadn't planned it, but there it was. And so. I agree. I, I do that all the time. Even even now in my relationship, I'm just like, all right, I guess we were going to grab some smoothies. All right, let's go play chess with this cowboy. <laughs> let's go do this. Let's go do this concert. I remember we went to a concert happening in the, uh, like the, the, how do I say this in English? The backyard of someone's house. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, just come in. I was like, I look left, right. I was like, all right, let's do it. So <laughs> it just made it really memorable. That's great. Okay. We're running out of time here, but number 12 in this, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Don't avoid difficult or personal topics. Whoa. I agree. So yeah. if it comes up, then you might have to. You might have to deal with it. On a, we're talking like on a first. This yeah, is like a first yeah, date. Yeah, trying to get, and you're going to try to get a second date. Okay. It says here, that's go hard. with it. Don't feel yeah, like you have the need to change the subject. That's a hard one. Well, I think I don't I'd know have... I necessarily agree with, with that, but it, 
because if you're just on a first date, you're still trying to kind of find out if you have something in common. Do you really want to bring up a deep topic that, you know? Right. So I'm, I'm not yeah, sure. I don't know I if agree I agree with, with that. that one. Yeah. Okay. Number 13. And this was the advice the genie gave to Aladdin. Hmm. <laughs> Do you remember what that was? Um, uh, I be yourself. Oh, that's oh. <laughs> we're, I'm, why am I we're doing really good over here? That? I mean, Aladdin, Aladdin <laughs> wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah. The truth is, you're not for everybody, and not everyone is for you. The right person will find your quirks and imperfections lovable. So valid. I actually, one of my roommates, she actually came on the other week. She's awesome, and she has this wonderful confidence about her, and she knows that not everybody likes her and that's just how that's how life is exactly what that's mm -hmm. saying but she's like too bad like they missed out I'm like i can't believe they didn't try you know so, and it's like that's how everyone's mindset should be because we mm -hmm. should understand our worth and that we don't have to change because we're great the way that we are and someone will like that and, and frequently we do this we all do this we try to be something that we're not because we're trying to impress the other person and so we wh wh whether it's in dating or it's in anything a lot of times we we present ourselves not necessarily authentically. And and the problem is with dating, eventually they're going to find out. Yeah, it, It's not going to last if you develop a relationship. But we seem to all have that tendency to try to present yeah. ourselves. And, and part of that's nervousness too. Yeah, I think so too. So, yeah. And I think we do that in dating profiles as well. We try to present ourselves as something that we're not. Yeah, I remember uh, my, like when I used to go on a lot of dates with different women, I was just like, all right, this is just who I am. I am just a very confident person. I'm very direct and I'm this and I'm that. I'm so sorry if that's like a little bit new or like unusual, but that's just like who I am. Um, and that I think it was really helpful to be direct and say, all right, this is me. And I did. That's I good. never said like, okay, you might not like it or anything like that. But I just said like, okay, this is who I am. <laughs> and uh, that's take me or leave me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number 14, follow up after your date. Okay, this is that, that text afterwards. and Or letter if you want to write a letter. Or write a letter. <laughs> yeah, you go, yeah. letter. Whatever works. Lost art right there. Yeah. And it also says to say thank you. I had a wonderful time. And then this is the other thing that this article says is that this is also a time to be honest if you weren't feeling it. Mm, mm. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. it's always kind to communicate that you're not interested anymore as opposed to ghosting. Yeah. I usually send a bird over with that message. With a pigeon, oh, you fly, fly over. <laughs> Fritz, how do you feel if a girl, if you say, hey, this was super fun, I'd love to do this again, and they respond with, I think I had a great time, I just don't see this going anywhere. Is that, how do you feel? I don't know if it's my confidence, but I usually enjoy a very direct communication instead of having me guess for the next yeah. two, three weeks yeah. or something. And I want them to be comfortable, so I would prefer them tell me like directly instead right. of trying to make me guess for the next three, four weeks. Like kind of yeah, texting you, like yeah. you ask them, they're like, I'm busy, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Last one. Reflect on your experience. And when I read this, I remembered that uh, Rita Goodrow, when she went on her 35 right. dates or 30 dates in 30 days, it says, take some time to think about uh, the date and the good things and the bad things. Think about what you do differently next time. Think about what you were really good at this time and really reflect on you and how well you did the date. And I think that's really important that we look back at ourselves and what did I learn? How, did I get better? Yeah, I, I think so. 
Like that's very important because I don't think I was a very great communicator in the beginning as I was starting to date. Mm -hmm. I was trying my best, but I think I was, as I started to reflect on, okay, you know, I probably shouldn't have brought up that personal stuff. (laughs) It made it, it made me a better communicator and a better partner when I'm going on dates with different women. So it was just like, uh, I think that's really important to reflect and see how you can improve. Well, because just like anything else, practice is the key here. The more time you go on first dates, the better you're going to be you're going on first dates. The more time you engage people in conversation, the better you're going to be at it. And so taking a look at and assessing it is an important part of that. And I think we do that kind of naturally. This sounds got a little more parochial of saying, step back and take a look. I think we all naturally think about how everything went and, and we kind of assess, should I've said that? Should I've said that? And, and so making that more of a formal process, I think that's what some of our other dating coaches have done with their, like many of them, they would call their client after the date and they would go through a list of what went well and what didn't go well. And and many times it was interesting because their perception of what went well was, she would talk to the the other dating person too. And that was not, (laughs) I think she really liked me. And she found out, no, she didn't really (laughs) really like you. I I think she thought I was an idiot. No, she really liked me. And so sometimes we're the hardest on ourselves when we're doing that critique. And there's kind of two sides to that we have to watch out. Right. Well, hey, we made it through all 15. Yeah. Let's go. Well, Fritz, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me here. Hey, I just want to mention again that we are supported by now the Mutual Dating app. We are. Yes. I would encourage everyone to go on Mutual and get a profile. And I don't want to hear about, oh, I hate online dating or, oh, I hate mutual. I don't want to hear about it because mm-hmm. it's better than sitting home alone. You're going to find a lot of people. I, I was just reading a study the other sure. day that said no, people, despite what people say, the vast majority of people in the United States, the highest way they meet people now is on dating apps. Good. Oh. Yeah. So, so our society is shifting. You know, people can go to bars or nightclubs or the grocery store or gyms, but dating apps are the number one place that people meet for, especially for first dates. And listen, if you go back into our older podcast, we talk a lot about online dating and the profile is so important. Mm -hmm. So come by my office. Let me look at your profile. I'll beat it up. I can help too. Let Macy beat him up. So, you know, humiliate you publicly. We did have two weeks ago, we did a podcast with Ruby and Tressa where we looked at their dating profiles. And so Mm -hmm. you guys can go back and look at how we did those. But um, Mutual is a great app, especially for the LDS community. Yeah. They try to make sure it's really safe and that it's a really good clientele. So please go get a Mutual account. If you don't like it, that's fine. But I think you ought to still be out there trying. Try, yeah. One thing I have to say about the Mutual app is I, I've used it in the past. And I know there's like a stereotype around it sometimes. And I think talking to the CEO, he is such a nice man. He is so yeah. great. I love him. We went to lunch with him, um, I was like a month or two ago, yeah. and I was just so impressed. He was just like, I really just, I want people to get married, and I want them to be strong in their gospel principles and in the mm. church, and I just want this app to be that way. And so they're really pushing for that. And so I feel like sometimes there can be this different stereotype about it, but ultimately, like, if you go on there and you want to find someone, you can find someone. You can. So we're going to have some people from Mutual coming on in a couple of Great. weeks. So. Keep that in mind. And listen, Bob, thanks for coming. My pleasure. Glad to Macy, be here. Macy, oh, thanks thank for you. being here. Thank you for having Fritz, me. thanks again. Yes. Hey, guys, listen, make sure you go and check us out on our website. And that website is Dating Made Simple IJD. For it's just dinner. So datingmadesimpleijd.com. 
and we've got lots of stuff up there. Uh, check us out. You can get connections right to the podcast by going there. And make sure you're running over and checking out our Instagram page, Dating Made Simple. And we've got lots of really fun stuff up there. We're going to have some more coming up, some lots of interviews and things from our guests. So please go there and follow us and make sure you like a lot of episodes that we put up there. Well, thanks again, you guys. This has been really fun. And listen, Bob, I have one more piece oh, of one advice. More, one more. Okay, just the last Here we one. go. Just go have fun out there, would you? been listening to the dating made simple podcast sponsored by the mutual dating app where with the perfect match you'll find the feelings mutual dating made simple is edited mixed and recorded by ter2 productions tom and bob's wardrobe is provided by savers and desert industries special thanks to sandy robinson and michelle walls for putting up with these two be sure to tune in to new episodes every friday for more dating tips and tricks bon appetit hey guys i heard you're looking for somebody to date have you tried the Mutual app? It's the most popular app for LDS people. There's tons of girls to meet. And just so you know, Macy's on there too. Download the app today and find lots of girls to go out to dinner with. The Mutual dating app. With the perfect match, you'll find the feelings mutual.